0: Welcome back to Showing Up Messy. This is the podcast about the messy parts of the creative process and showing up before we feel ready. And this week, I had the pleasure of talking with Jordan Rebecca Smith, who is an amazing actor, singer, writer. She's an editor. She's worked in publishing. And she's currently at a really interesting juncture in her creative journey um, where she has to decide what her path is. Well, she doesn't have to decide, but she is on the podcast talking about where she's currently at with all of the fears and doubts that kind of get wrapped up into that feeling that we need to know what the next right step is Um, and just to give you a slight heads up this is just going to fade in from our sound check that got very sexual you'll see what's going on immediately but I had to leave it in because then we just call back to it too many times in the episode for you to not hear at least a snippet of it so um, hopefully you're not offended I also start with an F bomb when I realize I don't know Jordan's last name it's really great And you know what? It's messy. And so is this intro. That's the point, Katie. That's why you're going to leave this in the intro and we're not going to re-record it. We're not. This is the
1: messy intro. Um, And this is showing up messy. Enjoy. We're talking about penises. Uh, While Um, holding penis-shaped things
0: that are called microphones. I like to keep penises near my mouth. That's exactly what we're not only alluding to, but saying explicitly here on Showing Up Messy, <laughs> <laughs> a podcast about blowjobs. And <laughs> it sounds like that could be what it's about. I think we just changed the whole direction of the show right
1: now. This is what this episode is going to be about. It
0: is. Oh, what a great introduction to mm-hmm. Jordan. What the fuck is your name? <laughs> 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 The mystery? It starts with an R. It doesn't. Oh, my God. Wait, <laughs> I feel like such a dummy. No, it starts with a K.
1: Client. Nope. No. Just, why don't you just tell me? But also, I feel like guessing. It's okay. This is kind of like that story I was telling you about before where I said the wrong name in bed.
0: Yes, it's exactly. Yeah. Where you're we were like, that's that not
1: my name. That's, that's, it was very close to his name. Right. You right. You said, well. I, I said, um, Jonathan. But it was just John. And I, at the time, I didn't know that Jonathan wasn't always the full name for John.
0: Right. I, and I, you were trying I, to I, be
1: like very sexy and sophisticated and
0: like, I'm going to say your whole name. Oh, yeah. It was
1: a moment. It was a moment. I mean, that turned into inside me. So an was, etymology it lesson. A yes, it, it did. It turned into an etymology lesson. John is not always short for Jonathan. It's sometimes just a name on its own. What but I know that now. I learned a lot from that relationship. But I think that
0: was the biggest and th- thing that also I also that one, just that one sexual encounter. Yes. In, yeah. Exactly. But there's
1: always something to learn from every sexual encounter. I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And what a look at us talking about it now.
1: Yeah. Oh, Jordan Rebecca Smith is
0: my name. Jordan Rebecca Smith. Wow. I think the R and from J- Rebecca is what I was seeing right. visually. Right. Right. Jordan Re- Rebecca Smith. You're Jordan. Just Rebecca in Smith. my phone is Jordan. Michael Barrett's friend. Shout out Michael Barrett. Hi. Michael Barrett. Who was on the podcast a couple
1: podcasts ago. What a lovely guy. What a lovely guy. Michael Barrett. Actually I don't know if I told you this when we first met but Michael Barady, um, got me my first time out ever that I remember. We got you your first. My first time out. Like um, from my parents, my first like real oh, time out. I was from thinking my like time out New York. Like he got you your first time <laughs> out. Like I was like this I know sounds we really jumped back cool. in time for a second. I wasn't preparing you for that. But so Michael Barody and I grew up together. Right. Um, and just to give a little backstory,
0: because we really did just jump into this interview, which I love so much. And we <laughs> and I'm gonna record a badass intro to this episode. <laughs> that's gonna really just sh- make you shine. So oh, everyone knows who you are. You. Thank but, you. But so but much, also you're it. you're shining just by talking about. <laughs> (laughs) um dicks and stuff penises yes and but yeah so we originally met through michael barity which was a moment of synchronicity in my life it really
1: truly was because i was
0: being a poop i was gonna go home (laughs) after this i was like okay i watched too much improv i'm done with improv uh, for the night i've got to just go home and relax after this um this improv show I went to. And Michael was like, you know, I have a friend who lives in New York. This was when I was in L.A. Mm-hmm. visiting and doing an improv uh, tournament at Comedy Sports. Comedy Sports. Worldwide. That was um, a fun show. So show. much fun. Yes. That team from Minnesota. Oh, my gosh. They insane. are so good. They were so insane. funny. It made me remember why I love improv. This one show. Right?
1: Yes. And and was I, just I was like having a really terrible week. So I almost didn't meet you because I was having a really, really awful stressful week and I forced myself to go out to kind of distract myself from all the shit that was going on and I'm so glad that I did I am so glad you did too yeah. and that I
0: didn't just go walk to my car at this moment after the. Sh- and Michael was like hey you should probably like my friend Jordan lives in New York and she's here visiting and you should just meet her And just me, just me. (laughs) And then like, I probably spent like three or four hours at this bar (laughs) after the time, at which I was like, it's late.
1: Yeah. You uh, were like, oh, I I think I'm going (laughs) to go. You know what? No, no, I'm not.
0: (laughs) And then he stayed and And it was was, amazing. Should we order three more soft pretzels? (laughs) (laughs) It was so great. Um, Yes. And I was just energetically drawn to you. And it was such a good thing moment of you know people I think come into our lives wha- and you're
1: just like oh I'm gonna sing that song this is the right right now I've that heard song it about said that people come into our lives for a reason bringing something we must learn no one wants to listen to this I right now listen to it and I want to <laughs> join in but then
0: I'm afraid I'm gonna hate it so much that I'm gonna go back and edit it out so I'm like let's just <laughs> let Jordan take this one she's a professional singer <laughs> Just let her do Thank it. Thank you. I'm, I'm not going to do that, though. I love I'm that song. That song actually means a, a lot to me. Does it really? It really does. What's the
1: story behind that song for you?
0: I love, well, we were, so one of my best friends
1: in the whole world. Is her name
0: Katie? A no, lot of
1: my best friends' names are Katie. We were discussing this earlier. Yes. It's, it's a weird theme that runs through my life. And
0: I'm so happy that <laughs> it runs in your life. For me, yeah, exactly, because I am the Katie. <laughs> in this relationship
1: you are (laughs) in
0: this relationship and in that one (laughs) and um my friend emily who i met this was another you know you just meet when you meet a person and you're like oh you are my you just you you just know
1: and it's such a beautiful moment yes you don't even have to talk you look into their eyes and you just know something about their energy just clicks and you feel it and you just sink into the comfort of this new relationship and you're able to totally be yourself within an instant, within it's an instant, which is why I hate online dating. Thank you.
0: Okay. That's a really important point. And I think we <laughs> should, I think we should put a pin in it and we'll come back we'll to come it. Back. We're going to come back to it, but I totally agree with okay, you Tell me the, the because story you just this know song. immediately and you're like, I wasted I how
1: many weeks of oh just talking God. about, yeah, that's, a, that's all. That's, yeah, the pin is we'll we come back to, to it. I yeah. have so much to say about online dating.
0: Yes. Okay. But it's so true. Like energetically when you just know that you're like yes. destined. So for me, this was like, um, I went to USC, the university of Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, well that's like a spoiler alert. Cause this was before I decided <laughs> I'd go there. There was this <laughs> overnight scholarship interview experience that you could do as a, an accepted student, um, or someone that, yeah, a prospective student, they sure. have these, um, overnight experiences and then you like interview for a scholarship and it's great you get you get to dorm with a c- college freshman normally and you get paired kind up with you another get the like the experience of being there exactly yes it's called explore usc explore and there's USC. a similar program called experience usc what's the difference i don't
1: think experience because i feel like you're overnight. experiencing things as you explore them right yeah you're right these are s- Totally. Although synonymous. you're not necessarily exploring things as you experience them.
0: So. Right. I guess ex- there's experiencing a, is there. a little bit more passive, I would say. Yes. And that's probably why it's not overnight. Interesting. Exploring is really you're giving your
1: you really dig in. You're you get bringing in there. PJs. You're sleeping on the floor.
0: You're buying a fucking suit. I feel like why you're not I? sleeping at all. <laughs> did you
1: actually sleep during that experience or Bye. did your person like bring you out to a party?
0: we slept we got milkshakes we were very oh, tame man. we were like the <laughs> <laughs> at USC
1: though i feel like that's
0: like a party school it totally is but i was not a party high no, schooler no i, I
1: at was all. not
0: no i was a milkshake at high all. schooler and i i now and then i had a party phase and now i'm a milkshake adult
1: milkshake adult yes I like, like i would rather
0: get a milkshake than a beer well i just don't drink anymore is what i'm saying but i'm fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about an alcoholic
0: milkshake I mean, if I actually know, even when I was drinking, I don't like... I do not like crossing my wires when it okay. comes to dessert and alcohol. I can alcohol. respect that. How do you feel about it?
1: Um, I feel like it's a special occasion. It's certainly not something that I I want to overindulge in. Because then I feel like for me, at least, it would lose that that special feeling. But in terms of like... But do you enjoy
0: having alcohol inside of a milkshake? M- milkshake.
1: Um, it depends what kind of Would alcohol an and whether indulgent. the flavors are like really working together. But yes, um, I uh, fairly recently when I was dating this guy, we went out to a movie and they had alcoholic milkshakes on the menu at the movie theater, and we got one, and it was. It was really good. Tell me about it. It was one of my it. favorite what were the things f- about flavor the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, Again, well, first of all, it was, wow. it was a cookies and cream. It was a cookies and cream yeah. shake. So cookies and cream is my favorite ice cream mm. experience. Um, so that was really special for me. And then I think it was bourbon. I think it was bourbon mm-hmm. in the milkshake and um, it worked really well. There was a time, though, when I was working at this diner, and it was this place where um, people, after their, like, 15-hour shift, would go out and get drunk, and then sometimes come back and continue to get drunk. It was this whole, like, separation thing that people just couldn't, like, put a wall between themselves and this diner, but... um, Like they were kind of codependent with the
0: diner. Like they would go out and they're like, oh, this is my home. I'm coming back to. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I I think the the way that I survived was by not ever going to the diner when I wasn't scheduled to be there. But, um, and I just want to say for anyone that is listening who is part of that crew, um, that place was my home, and you are my family. (laughs) Um, But for the sake of this story, (laughs) Um, we got off a shift and we got very drunk nearby and then came back and continued to drink. And someone thought it would be a really good idea to ask our friend who was bartending that day to try and make an alcoholic milkshake for us. Um, We did, I think it was vanilla ice cream and vodka. Oh, and that sounds so bad. Such a bad idea and a piece of chocolate cake blended no. into it. Just like that sounds so great without the vodka. Like that
0: just ruins everything that's vodka good. Vodka ruins everything. It does. Vodka
1: ruins so much. Everything. It ruins lives, it ruins relationships and it ruins chocolate cake milkshakes. That's what I'm most upset about. Yeah, I it upset was terrible. It things, was really bad. It was maybe looking back on my life it was one of the worst choices i've ever made and i regret it i deeply
0: i'm but you know what it taught you something much like i did i mean
1: yeah. every experience in life teaches something wait we have strayed so far from the story there's a lot of
0: strands you know uh the, the story we'll back to was we will and if not <laughs> you can go come back to it by <laughs> rewinding to this part of the podcast <laughs> And you can write to us, <laughs> just add us, yes, and tell us what you want us to finish, because we probably won't finish the story. I mean, like we've really there's covered so much. alcoholic milkshakes. I think I think, I I think we can move we've on. We've tapped out. F- yeah. Okay. Good. From there, but I love milkshakes, and I love for today at least. For today, there's yeah. more days and more opportunities. Um, <laughs> so, I'm telling you about my soulmate Emily. At the time, came in, currently. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, Emily. Um, and we became those instant friends and it was both of us were we yeah I remember the moment she came to sit down next to me we had some I don't even know what it was it was kind of like this Hogwarts style like sorting hat experience (laughs) where you just like it but not It's cool it was just like you had probably a number that matched someone else's number and you're like okay find your people and then she came and found me in our mm. little group and the group was the two of us and um <laughs> it was it was just yeah this instant is a moment it was a moment and it just continued to like yeah it just it continued to go from there but one of the things that we where, you know, you just, you already know your soulmates. You don't have to really talk about everything. And then you're like, oh, wait, I were both intensely obsessed with Wicked. You know, like, <laughs> and it's just like, well, of course we are because that's because we're soulmates. We're soulmates. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we should become soulmates because we both like this musical. It's like, oh, no. Of course we both like this musical because we already know we're soulmates. Exactly. Right. And it's like, oh, if you didn't like this already, like, you'll like it when you see, Yeah. It just makes sense. Right. And so um, that. Yeah, just that song from the musical. It's like how I feel about her. Uh. It's just, but and also like, we we had this really beautiful moment recently in our friendship. Like you know, we've been friends for over ten years, which is
1: crazy. Mm-hmm. Same with me and my Katie. Here, yep. Katie.
0: <laughs> Here I am piggybacking. I'm so grateful to be in such a strong lineage. Uh, I, yeah, we we've had such. We lived together for. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm fast forwarding. So that was just before either one of us even decided to go to USC. And then we both decided and she sent me this very brave Facebook message back when Facebook was barely something we had. Right. Um, But she asked, like, oh, since we're both going, like, would you want to possibly live together? Oh, hell yes. No pressure. And I was like, absolutely, I do. Even though up until that point, i had been like, I don't want to live with someone I know. I want to have a new experience. But I just knew. Like, this is the right. experience I want right. to have. It was so right. And um, that was, yeah. And we lived together for several years throughout college mm. and after college. And oh, my God. she's my person, you know. <laughs> I mean, she's now married, so she has another person. She has other people. <laughs> we all have other people, but she's totally well, sure, one of my people. Well, but that's what people.
1: makes life beautiful. It so is. We, we all have soulmates in different ways, Totally. I think. And at different times, Mm -hmm. time is a construct. So we are evolving as people constantly, learning from experiences and explorations. And as we grow, people come into our lives who contribute things that we need or that we don't even know that we need Mm. at that special moment.
0: Yes. And sometimes moments. Yeah. And And it's beautiful how... Like l- And also letting relationships become what they want to become. Because there's n- no way my relationship with her is going to be the same as it was that first day that we met each other. because oh, we, sure. Right?
1: And it's like you've grown into different people. But the people that you stay connected with through life are the ones who really reach you at your core of who you are. That's how I feel. Like mm. my friend Katie as different as we become and like as we evolve as humans and experience new things and like bring those experiences into our life and apply them to how we're moving forward Um, besides all that stuff no matter how much we grow in that way we are at our core connected Mm. and we will always support each other Through all of that. Mm. And that's not true for every person that you meet. But for some special people, it is. And I think that is what you are experiencing when you have that instant connection with someone. You're recognizing someone who shares the same values at their core as you you do. yes. I
0: love that so much. (laughs) It reminds me... I mean, I think that's so true. My, one of my other best friends, one of my other people named Alex, she got married to an Emily. Oh my God. Oh my God. An Emily. So I have an Emily. Alex has an Emily. Okay. So she got married <laughs> last year. I <laughs> think we're unlocking some secrets of the universe yes, right now. Find yourself, get yourself a Katie and an Emily because <laughs> you need one. <laughs> um So she I just remember in Emily's vows, this was one of the moments where it just started my waterworks and in her vows that she wrote to Alex, she said, I love you for the person that you are today and the first, for the person you will become. Mm. And it's like, that's such a beautiful, so simple. But that sentiment is like, it's not like saying that, you can't really say that lightly because we are capable of becoming so different. Like people change and to, to think that, um, you're not going to is really delusional and also harmful because you're going to change regardless of whether you accept it or not. Yes.
1: But whether you acknowledge it or not
0: or whether you acknowledge it or not. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like something about marriage that makes me, um, like kind of, nervous or whatever is like promising to be it's almost like it feels like this forever promise to be the person that you've always been but it's not that's not what it is
1: not or for some people it's not you know everyone gets married for different reasons everyone has different views of relationships but it seems like it is for me it would be more of a promise to support and be there for the other person through their life journey
0: yes wherever that might. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's a
1: partnership. It's such a
0: partnership. Yes, exactly. And it's not, I think in general in relationships, like the thing that I get insecure about is like, Oh God, what if I disappoint them? You know, like Mm. I, sometimes I feel like I can be so great when I first meet someone and then like there's nowhere to go, but down like it's almost do you feel like that? Like, I almost felt like that with you. I was like, we had this great first time meeting. I was like, okay, well, Jordan's going to hate me after a month <laughs> when I like don't I respond guess, to text oh messages my gosh, quickly. Yeah. I have
1: this fear of like, um, making a really great first impression and then having them slowly realize how not awesome I am are like, That's oh, totally I've wasted this time. <laughs> <laughs> I've wasted so much time getting to know this person who's not cool at all. Right. Which is why I make sure that I give really good head so that they'll never leave me. Bringing
0: it back. Bringing it right back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, really important component of any friendship. Have a Katie. Have an Emily. Give good head. Give really good head. There you go.
1: That would be if there's one piece of advice that I would leave everyone with from this Interview would be just give good head. I think that that's been really driven
0: home, and I'm happy that you're bringing it back and driving it Mm -hmm. even harder home. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love. We've really just like kind of. We've really done a good job of breaking the ice. And which is what I would call what we just did. <laughs> I mean, not that there was any ice, <laughs> but it's real. Oh, you know what? I'm going to finish up my Emily story, but I'm happy that we've made Oh, yes. It's, n- it's really not. It's specifically about for good, though. I would say th- the most recent way that that song's meant something to me or in my life is like we over the past year. I feel like I've had it. I've undergone a big transformation in terms of like. Like, or, okay. So it's, it's kind of, it's a long story, but I'll make it as short as possible. But basically, um, through the last like little bit that I lived with Emily was mm-hmm. probably one of the hardest times in my entire life. Cause like I went through this breakup. Like I, I was with this guy for four and a half years and then found out oh. he cheated on me oh my and God. I know oh, and it then hurts
1: my heart. It hurts my heart it so was, much. I've been cheated on too. It's the, it's the worst feeling
0: it's such a bad feeling but also in on in some ways it was like the most traumatic thing that had ever happened to me because I've had a very mm. l- like privileged like really lucky life I've had such a good life and but this really shook me to my core because yeah. I was like something I was so sure of like oh yeah. we're gonna get married and have each other four other's and a babies. half years is a long time it was forever it's like a whole it's a bachelor's degree it's like a whole chunk uh. of life and I was just like oh we're gonna graduate and get married and then have kids you know just like it just made sense to me yeah in terms of the way that the world worked in from my perspective up until that point and then when something like that ha- when something that when that happened it completely shifted my whole like oh everything that I thought could be true is not true like it right. was a huge paradigm shift in my life and which was on one hand terrifying but on the other hand very liberating and like that was such a teacher in my life. You know, like what? It's kind of like being pushed out of a tree as a p- baby bird. Yes. Oh my god, I was pushed out yeah, of that The world tree. is not
1: what I thought it was. It's <laughs> not what I thought,
0: but you just keep, like, <laughs> I have wings. Uh, it took a while to yes. flap them, but no, it took, like I did, I felt like I was, flapping frantically. Like, I was like, yeah. I got this. I'm taking my life back. Here we go. And I'm like, <laughs> you're just a baby bird. You're still wet. Your wings aren't dry yet. Yeah, it was. But I was like, I'm using them. Here I go. So that happened. A month later, Emily gets married. Oh my god. I know. I that know. is so much my, emotion. My person left me. I was no. Emily, if you're listening, I wasn't. I'm not mad at you. But it was a lot of change in my life. And uh, so naturally, developed an eating disorder uh classic oh response boy. to Trump but you know there were there were the oh boy um which I'm also grateful for what a teacher in my life mm. like truly because I I mean it was this sort of thing where like my relationship with food was always a little bit like controlled and kind of chaotic at times you okay. know I, where I'd be like I was into being really rigid with food and then if I ate like a God forbid, like a burrito or something like, or a piece of muffin, you know, like I would just be like, well, I, this is, this day is ruined. Let Mm. me like, I'll just like binge, you know, just like this restrictive slash bingey thing that kind of developed. Um, as part of that relationship, that wasn't actually so great. Looking back on it, it was like I was really wearing rose-colored glasses, like during the relationship, and then mm. afterwards, I was like, "Oh no, I was actually like self-medicating throughout this entire thing by like drinking the too much, so that I you could get, be the honest." More clearly you
1: can see the things. That oh,
0: a hundred percent, yes. So I was like, could clearly see. I'm really just giving you a lot of my backstory, but this is <laughs> all <laughs> <with> about <laughs> the song. Okay, good. Um, and so during um yeah so during this time i mean like i also then went on hormonal birth control went through this oh, breakup that is rough and yeah it oh was my a God, lot girl, this,
1: this is so much it's just a
0: perfect recipe for like well let me just get really malnourished and hot you know oh <laughs> like um so that's how bulimia <laughs> happened for me i um, mean and it was like this kind of and I was actually really grateful that like oh I at one point like learned how to make myself throw up because then I was like oh my god this is a real problem you know whereas before I could kind of lie to myself and I was like a little bit delusional about like oh I don't really I don't have an eating disorder my doctor says I'm fine but I was like I know this is a no-no I don't want to do this this is very unhealthy (sighs) so it was like a kind of a my body's way of crying for help which was good um to alert me to that not that it's good to you know what I'm saying
1: right but it made the it made it more like tangible for you to see what was going on this is a real
0: problem like yeah I took it kind of more seriously but at the same time it was something I was hiding a hundred percent because I was like let's just pretend it's not happening and all that stuff and this was all when I was still this was like probably my last couple months of living with Emily so I wasn't I was totally like hiding all of this from her and like oh wow oh my god like not hiding the fact that I was going through this breakup, but like, I wasn't the person that I was when we had met.
1: Mm.
0: You know, I was a sadder Katie. Yeah. <laughs> and a, just, you know, it, my, at that time, I didn't know how to be in acceptance of those parts of myself.
1: That's a hard thing to learn. Though. Well,
0: it is. <laughs> it is. But like, I'm grateful for the The reason I'm grateful for those experiences is they've helped to teach me that mm. um, in some way. And they're continuing they, that. The, yeah. Experiences like those continue to teach me how to embrace, you know, I don't have to just be one thing just because I am pretty happy and bubbly a lot of the time, which is. Which is authentic, you know, other parts of me are also authentic and like yes. worthy of being shared and accepted. Yes. All you of are it. a
1: human being who is experiencing the full range of being. Yes.
0: A hundred percent. And you don't have
1: to be one thing. You, you don't. don't have to like be in this box of like, I'm a happy bubbly person. No. Like, and this is all that I am. And this is how other people see me. And this is my identity. And then you end up putting so much pressure on yourself where it comes to the point where if you aren't feeling happy and bubbly, then something must be wrong with you. Right. Exactly. But there like isn't. I,
0: I felt as though there was. Like, I felt yeah. as though I had this, like, social contract to be uh-huh. the things people expected me to be. And it wasn't something oh, that so an other people were doing <sighs> to me. It was me. It was my pressure I was putting on myself. You know, it's not like anyone's fault. Uh, you know, none of us, none of the things that are wrong with us is anybody's, anyone's yeah. fault, even ourselves, even our own. But um, yeah, so it was just like this kind of rough patch, not only in my own life, but in our relationship too, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, and it wasn't until I... I kind of, I really started facing my life more honestly like in the past year or so it's I mean it's been a whole journey but like yeah um and I was kind of able to make to have a, a more open dialogue with Emily about like you know I'm I was able to sort of make amends with her or just acknowledge like that must have been hard for you to live Mm. with me and like I probably don't even know all of the ways that that hurt you and it was so beautiful because she was like yeah it was really hard like she didn't sugarcoat anything for me you know what I mean like she was just like yeah like I felt like you were being dishonest with me or I mean and It was just like such a beautiful moment in our friendship Mm -hmm. which we hadn't ever had before anyways okay all of this to (laughs) say afterwards she sent me this like beautiful little um like like just a little token with a hole in it what would that be a pendant i suppose of some sort (laughs) um and it just says for good on it and it was like oh my oh, god our it's our song. song it's our song um <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so so i felt sweet like i needed perfect. to tell you that really long story
1: it was totally appreciated and worth it and lovely and and i love I'm you i'm really glad because i you hope you told us that mm. <laughs> and so hi emily hi emily
0: <laughs> everyone listening please just get yourself an emily get yourself an emily get yourself a katie you won't regret it. You won't regret it. You'll thank it. us. You'll thank us. I am so happy we've come to this. Also, okay, so we've <laughs> effectively talked about me for the whole first half of that's this a, interview. I mean,
1: we've been sharing we've human been experiences. Sharing. It's, it's
0: true. But I would love to talk more about you and your life. And your. are um, I mean, I just, you're so incredibly, like, I feel like open and. I
1: am open. I feel like that's the, for me. That's the only way to live authentically um, is to be open because this is a theme that we've been talking about. We are all human and we are all at some point in our life experiencing an extremity of the range of what it is to be human. And I think that the only way to live a full life is to share those experiences with other humans and to allow other people's experiences into your life so that you can learn from them and you can teach other people and help other people through those experiences. And you can enhance your understanding of what it is to be human by allowing yourself to be open and by being open to other people. Yes. You know, you learn that you're not alone. And right. you learn that other people are going through the same things in different ways, and you can say, like, "Wow, I relate to that." And then it allows you to dig deeper into what you are experiencing and explore it. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of experiencing and exploration <laughs> this is today. Is, <laughs> I love it because I know what I'm going to call the episode:
0: Explore <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Most Experience? of New York City has.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Mom and Dad. <laughs>
0: oh, it's great. They were, we really started off on the right but um, <laughs> we're, we're very in on the right foot. What would you say is one of your biggest teachers? Either right now or in the past. Like what, um, you know, I feel like there's, we have all these experiences. Like for me, my, like, honestly, my journey, my like relationship with, with food and my body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If I, like, it used to be something where I'm like, I'm going to fix this and then get back to my life. And through like realizing oh this is what i'm struggling with and it's teaching me something right
1: it's part of your life it's part it's of it's not life. about like going off and fixing it and coming back it's about incorporating it in your life and addressing it in your life and i was talking to my my katie recently <laughs> and she was talking about um you know we're both turning 30 at the same time and um sharing what that experience means for us and she said that for her she's reached this part in her life where she's no longer nervous about making the right choice and the right decision for her path because it used to be about she used to be concerned about like going off on this path and not that not being the path that she's supposed to be on but she's realizing more and more now that her all of those experiences are life and no matter what choice she makes it's not a right or wrong decision it's just the decision of her life and mm-hmm. she felt a lot calmer realizing that and like settling into that and I don't know if I'm there yet um, I still have a lot of fear about making the wrong choices um, for my career for uh, my relationships and um, just for my life in general, and I'm, I'm trying to reach that same place. Um, so I guess, what are the biggest teachers in my life? What um, I I think the people that I really love and look up to are really great teachers for me. But also, um, I'm trying very hard to learn from my failures and the disappointments in Mm -hmm. my life. Um, I'm going through a very difficult period right now. Um, But I'm trying to um, meditate and reflect on how I've experienced these things in my past and how I dealt with them in the past and trying to find new approaches to them so that I don't stay stuck in this cycle because mm. um, I want to move forward. So I'm really trying to, I think maybe, maybe the greatest teachers that I have right now are my past experiences um, and reflecting on how I've been in these situations before and what the circumstances were and what my approach was and how I can try something new that I haven't tried before in dealing with them and end up in a new place. There is a a, a quote that I read that really affected me um, a while ago, and it was something along the lines of, in order to get to where you've never been, you have to do something you've never done. Mm. So... Trying yes. the same things, the same approaches like if I w- if I want to be in a new place in my career, if I want to be in a new place in my life and in my relationships and um, emotionally, then I can't approach things the same way that I always have because I'm just gonna end up right where I, I am right now. So right. I'm really trying to I'm trying to meditate on that.
0: Yeah <laughs> That's so beautiful. I mean and so wonderful that you have a Katie. <laughs> who is like is learning that lesson or has just learned that lesson mm. herself it sounds like you know because we're kind watching of watching someone go through that is really inspiring and t- comforting comforting to be like i just found out this truth that's actually exactly maybe what you need to hear and believe yourself it's like oh that
1: yes and what that's i'm why doing right now is sharing right. sharing your experiences with other people you never know how it's going to help someone and being Mm. open to other people's experiences will also help you because you you. never know Mm -hmm. how someone is going to affect your life and um so i really i really value my friendships and my relationships and yeah i think i i try and uh i try to let everything be a teacher for me
0: yes and that's because
1: it can it can be i find I, I
0: really enjoy having that perspective as well, that everything has the potential to teach me something. And I forget what quote this is. I'm, prob- I'm going to misquote it, and I'm also not going to attribute it to anybody, but I know someone else said this. Just throw down. A conversation is – a true conversation is when you go into it hoping that your mind will change. Mm. Sometimes we go into conversations – with just, like, our, like, these are the things I want to say to this person. But
1: it, you're talking at someone rather than talking with them. Exactly.
0: Like, you you can tell when you're talking to someone and they're just waiting for their turn to talk. Yes. Yes. It's not how I feel right now, for the record. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. But, <laughs> yes, and, you know, I, I kind of like to approach life like that. Like, this might teach me a thing. It's a difficult
1: Thing to remember. Oh yeah, to stay open because it's, part of it's me. A skill oh almost. yes,
0: it is. It's like it takes a, it's a day-to-day day decision. Like yes. you have to decide to do it every day.
1: Because it's easy to stay closed off because you are in your own body and you're seeing the world from your own eyes and you are like in many ways closed off to things physically. Like you're contained in your own skin. Um, the only thing that you can control is yourself. So to stay open and recognize that you are a collection of experiences of things that have happened outside of you mm. and to make a conscious decision to stay open to those things because you know that you're still growing as a person and you want to continue to learn and you want to continue to be a person who's part of other people and part of the world, Like it's a, it's a very hard thing to do because
0: it's so easy to just stay closed off Also, you're like oh good I'm done like realizing that the goal isn't to be done because that's dying like if you're done (laughs) you're dead really and it's like also such that's when depression happens because you feel like well I'm here and I'm done you know
1: and and, uh, yeah and
0: and like at least for me when I like when I get sad it's whenever I get sad or feel down it's when I like the ways to for me to get and I'm not saying that I'm like that this is like clinical depression. I'm just saying when I'm on the depressed side of the spectrum. Sure, of I think life, all of us
1: can relate to that.
0: Yes, and it's like sometimes literally going outside makes me feel so different, and it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's oh, I yeah. hate how simple it is because then I feel like an idiot. I'm like you could have gone outside three hours ago. But it takes
1: so much effort sometimes. It does. You know, it's a very difficult choice to make. Mm. And I I have been through some really really dark depression where. You know, I I moved to New York City after college and New York City is one of those places where, yes, there are so many people and there's so much to do and there's so many opportunities and you're never alone, but you are. You feel so alone because Mm. there's so much going on around you and it feels kind of like, or the way that I felt was that I felt like a little fish in a stream and like everyone was swimming past me and the water was swirling around me and I was just drowning. Mm. And that's how I felt. And I became incredibly, incredibly depressed to the point where I was sleeping all day. Mm. And I would get up and go to work at, like my night shift at work at 5 p.m., come home at 11 p.m., go right back to sleep, sleep the whole next day, wake up at five to wow. go to work. It was just like a horrible cycle and the only way that I got out of it and I I I really I think about this a lot and I know that this is it's really difficult for a lot of people and for some people medication is the answer and for some people therapy is the answer Um, but I made a decision to commit to something outside of me that I would feel guilty about not participating in so I signed up for acting classes and as much as I hated going in the beginning because it was so hard for me to just get up physically out of bed and put clothes on and go. Once I started going, I remembered how much I loved acting and I met other people and just communicating and collaborating with other people helped to remind me that there is so much out there that I want to experience and it kept me going and to this day, if i don't if i don't involve myself in something if i don't like put myself out there it's very very easy for me to fall back into depression and it's really really difficult for me sometimes to put myself out there um and i'm going through a period in my life right now where i i I don't have a lot going on in terms of creative collaboration and it's sometimes really hard for me to make the first Mm. move um but i feel like you know as long as i keep moving and keep trying and keep putting myself out there that i'll be okay but it's a real struggle sometimes but what were we talking about this okay (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about the right thing Um.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the path that we've taken is right. <laughs> That's so true. We are exactly
1: where we're supposed we to be. We are exactly
0: <laughs> where we're supposed to be. Well, I think it's the truth. Um, and, I mean, I, like, as you were talking, I was just relating so much to my own – like, even just coming here and meeting you today. M- I mean, like, meeting with you Yeah. in um, this beautiful courtyard we didn't even talk about yet <laughs> that we're outdoors <laughs> and there was a baby crying. And you'll probably hear all that in the audio. But, I mean – It's just like to connect with you about your experience has helped me so much. And it's also the reason why I wanted to make this podcast in general, because Mm. I think that I mean, selfishly having these conversations with with people like reminds me that I'm not alone. And I. Yes. And, you know, I must I need to remember that, like, if I need this reminder every day of my life, like other people must need it, too. And so why not just um, share it, share it. And it doesn't need to be like it also one thing I was going to say when you were talking, it's like it takes a lot of the pressure off of me. If my focus is not me, if my focus is other people, like you were saying, going to an acting class or being accountable to something outside of yourself, like is just so key. And like being of service, if I'm focused on like I just want to like be yeah. Just focusing on um, on like even if I'm collaborating with someone else, if I'm like, oh, I want them to have a great experience. Yeah. Like and then that's so more, much more inspiring than like I have to I have to write a screenplay. OK, let me sit down and write. But it's easy for me to sit down and be like, I want to write something that makes going to
1: make Jordan laugh. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know, it's so much easier to for think me about your life in terms of connection with other people rather than you as a closed off
0: Person. Yes, like
1: it's it makes my
0: creative energy flow so much yes. more freely when I'm like like yesterday for instance it was my last day working with this kid, um, I do occupational therapy I think I've talked to you about oh, this a little
1: bit a little, a little bit, bit yeah. yeah
0: so I it was my last day with this this kid and I okay. wanted to make him something. Um, it's funny, actually, I went to Starbucks early cause I was like, I want to go right. I always like, you know, have this m- thing of like, I need to make my morning productive. I need to do something. And what was mm. productive for me was to make him a card and it was so fun and he loves monster trucks. And so like I made Who him doesn't? this card, right? They're <laughs> great. You can draw eyes on the cool headlights. You know, it's easy. Right? They're fun. They're fun. I've never fun. been to a
1: monster truck show. Neither have I, I. I. want to.
0: I just like this kid. Is what I like. <laughs> and whatever he likes. I like, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know. no. it's, uh, yeah,
0: but I, um, it was so funny, actually, I just recommended this, um, podcast to one of his moms. I was like, you might be listening. So, but it's fine. <laughs> this is part of my creative process. Okay. It's What's just hilarious.
1: Name? No, I can't say that because oh. it's a HIPAA violation, even gotcha. though I didn't gotcha, sign gotcha. that. I was going to give, I was going to say hi, but no, totally. we're just going to, they know who they are. Okay. We're going to trust.
0: Hi. Um, But like, it just made me, I was like, oh, it was so fun to make that for him. I was just like, oh, this is a great thing. And then it was like, and then then I felt great. I felt productive. I felt, I was like, oh, I can give this to, like, I felt productive. Something that you
1: made is affecting somebody else's life and... Yes.
0: And it's like, it doesn't even matter. I'm not giving it with any expectation of anything in return. You know, like, I think that's another thing too. It's like, sometimes I hesitate to reach out to people because I think it's going to sound like I'm sucking up or I want something from them. Mm. Like people I admire, you know, it's almost like I don't want something to sound disingenuous, but like, that's projection though. That is a hundred percent projection. Cause it's like, are you disingenuous? No. Well then just say it. <laughs> I was just talking um, with a good friend this morning about um, uh, how it's actually just as bad to bottle up positive emotions as it is to bottle up negative emotions. And like giving heartfelt mm. compliments to people is so important. Like even for people who seem like they're eons ahead of us, you know, like there's how many people inspire you that like we d- like we haven't told you yes. know what I mean? It's almost like or oh, this is I'm saying we and I'm mean me like I no I totally understand the universal yes uh, us <laughs> we, um, it's like telling someone t- someone how much they mean to you like isn't selfish like sometimes I I don't know I guess I like I think about some of my. Th- like the people who've really influenced my creativity or my art and it's like why don't i reach out like in a heartfelt way and just mm. say thank you or like
1: it's a scary thing it can be scary yeah,
0: yeah. i don't uh, but i think
1: that that's like it's one way to live authentically like yes to be honest about honest and open About how you're feeling, especially when it comes to other people, and that's something that I also learned from my Katie. (laughs) Talking a lot about my Katie, I love (laughs) that. Loved her. Um, No, she's just there's so many name drops (laughs) in this episode, and they're all the same name. (laughs) They're all. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually been talking about seven different Katies. (laughs) If you can go back and try and decipher, they are. Um, No, she's one of those people that like if someone she passes someone on the street and their energy really feels good to her, she'll let them know, Mm -hmm. a complete stranger. And she'll reach out to her friends totally um, like unprompted and tell them how much they mean to her. And she's just one of the most beautiful and open people that I know and I appreciate her so much. I love (laughs) that so much, that's so wonderful. She
0: inspires me every day. Well, I can see that she's also inspired how you are because you're so you are so in turn open. And I think like it's clear that she certainly helped
1: to get me to that point.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to start wrapping up pretty soon. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to either. I want to talk forever. This is
1: good stuff. This
0: is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's helping me. I just feel very inspired, <laughs> which it's was my therapeutic.
1: goal. This feels nice. Um, we have so many, uh, other there's so like many possible questions. Yeah. On Why this don't you pick a
0: fun question
1: or, um,
0: maybe well, like, what is see. your definition of success or when do you feel most alive or, oh
1: wow. Um, I want to talk about, um, Ooh, this is an interesting one. Um, how do you bring yourself back if you get lost?
0: That's an interesting one because that's something that
1: I'm going through right now. And I'm struggling a lot. Um, I am experiencing a lot of different things right now. I'm just going to go ahead and be really open about them. Um, I'm turning 30 in a little less than two weeks. And my restaurant just closed out of the blue. So I'm unemployed. And I just went through a really weird breakup. Yeah. Um, I heard about it. I can attest <laughs> to the weird breakup. <laughs> um, and all of these things together um, really, really had me down. Um, and I I am at this point in my life and in my career where I don't really know what the next step is. And it's the first time that I've ever felt that way. I, I've had a very interesting career path where... Up until now, one thing has led to the next. Like, I started off as a performer when I was a kid. I studied opera, and I was singing and acting. And I went to college my freshman year um, studying musical theater. I was getting my BFA. And then I was in school and realized that I really wanted to study academics. So I transferred to a different school that had a stronger academic program and I got a degree in biology and then I moved to New York and decided that I really missed acting and so I started acting and studying um, theater and voice again and after a few years of that I realized that I wasn't reaching people the way that I wanted to and um, I couldn't be as freely creative in the business as I wanted to and so I started writing and I met some really wonderful people. As I was writing, I started off in sketch comedy, and then I kind of graduated to children's books. And um, oh my god, I just want to say this dog that's walking by right now is so weird looking, oh and I love it. Oh my gosh, me too. It's a look oh wow. at that. There is a. It's it like kind of more of a skeleton than like a dog. It's a, a dog skeleton, it's a right? Dog skeleton. Oh my god, he's like prancing. It looks like oh my god, did you, you just <laughs>
0: see this? <laughs> First, his front leg got
1: caught in the It leash, looks like something out cranced. of Harry Potter that, like, you can only see if you've, like, seen death, like one of those flying horses. Oh, dementor! But it's a no, dog, yeah, a dog. Like yes, a thestral. A thestral. A thestral. Right. Yeah. It looks like a. a thestral this is my second dog. time in the
0: podcast revealing I haven't read all the Harry Potter books, oh and I don't know. What you're talking about. I know. I know. God. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. It's all right. Okay, well, well, let's to to tether ourselves back to okay.
1: <laughs> this great. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yes, I started writing children's Children's books books, and as a Harry Potter, (laughs) 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 tie in, tie in,
0: tie in, it's all related. Um, Um, and
1: then I became really intrigued by the publishing industry Mm -hmm. and I followed through with some really incredible internships Mm -hmm. in publishing where I was at some really great literary agencies here in New York and for the past, um, year or so I've been, interviewing for jobs in publishing and just nothing has stuck. And um, it's really hard for me because I am feeling a lot of doubt mm. and a lot of confusion. And it's really, I feel very lost because up until now, the the next step in my path has always made itself clear to me. And I think I'm at this point where and I think it's just been compounded by the fact that like I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself about mm. this like 30 year mark right and which for the record right behind you Can't <laughs> a couple months after you here we go <laughs> and yeah. losing my job in a really unexpected way and mm. going through a really weird breakup um and I feel like maybe I'm at this point in my life where like the next thing is not going to make itself Clear to me, it's me that needs to make the next step happen. And balls in your court. The ball is in my court, and unlike my friend Katie, I am not at this point yet where I feel like whatever choice I make is part of my life, and that's the path I'm on. I still feel like there are a million branches like extending from me and Mm -hmm. I could choose a branch that ends up being a short branch that doesn't go anywhere. Or there's a branch that I could choose that will lead me down this path that is like a million other branches and will lead to like creative fulfillment and or there's a branch that like isn't
0: you like think it's a great branch and it's super long and then it's like rotten at the end and you're like right. oh my god but I've what traveled have I done so long. I've traveled
1: so far I'm, and I relate so hard to this I'm branch metaphor terrified yes. to make the wrong choice because there are a lot of things that I'm really passionate about and I don't mm. I feel like if I'm going to succeed yeah. at something I need to give 100% and all of my effort but that means that there's something else that I'm not feeding yeah. and I. I wish I could just live a million lifetimes and devote myself to something within each lifetime but I'm feeling lost right now because I don't know how to proceed and I always have in the past and in the past it's been as simple as like well take a step forward in any direction Mm. and the path will become more clear Mm -hmm. kind of like you know like a a path in the woods and like each step that you take like you can't see very far in front of you but you can see a certain amount around you so if you you take a step forward you're going to be able to see a little bit farther right and
0: also the whole metaphor like the Descartes quote like if you're in the woods you really need to walk in a straight line because that's the only way like that's Mm -hmm. the only way to actually get out of the woods yeah Otherwise, you'll wander around forever and die, which is what I feel like I'm doing also sometimes. <laughs> but no. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Literally just
0: had this metaphor used on me <laughs> last night. So I was like, you know, I mean, not used on me. If it was a conversation. But I was like, okay, you're calling me out for not walking in a straight line. I get, I get it. It's hard. It's hard. But it's also... Because like, you don't know if you're heading in the right direction. Right. But you have to trust. It's... Oh, my God. I totally totally relate to what you're saying and I'm I'm like I mean I can share my experience which is like I'm not a hundred percent going in a I mean I am going in a uh, I'm walking I'm walking okay I can tell you that I'm walking um, (laughs) in the woods and I think it's a straight line Um, I mean I just made this decision several months ago to like travel once which came yes which came at a time like it was an externally motivated like I don't know what I'm gonna do when my lease expires what feels the most exciting and good to me? Like this is a question mm. and I'll ask you now and you can think about it while I'm talking, but like <laughs> um, what does your ideal ideal day look like? Like not about, this isn't about like, Oh, I work in like the specific publishing company. It's like, no, no like what you're yeah. what feels like nourishing and good for your soul. And um, thinking about that for myself helped me to be like, okay, what I would want is to wake up, early I love waking up early Mm -hmm. in and and I just want to write I want to write I want to like let what has happened overnight come out of me first thing in the morning before the day touches me Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something I love like that's probably when I feel the most connected to myself and to you know like my like my being and my spirituality and some sort of you know like it's it's usually when i'm writing um and there's other things that bring me like similar kinds of connection experiences but like i just know if i if i if i'm writing i feel connected in some way it doesn't yeah yeah and um so anyways that's part of my ideal day and then also i'm in a pl- i'm in a new place and i get to go explore something like mm. i would love to just i probably do something active you know during my day either you know, a run or doing yoga or doing something with my body, but also like going to yeah, like I wanna wake up in a new place and go explore and see see something I've never done or experience something I've never done before, even if it's something small. Yes, like because there is so much of it. Like that. coming to this cool what is it called? Stuyvesant town?
1: Stuyvesant. stuyvesant stuyvesant i can town.
0: never i always see it okay, that's where no we're sitting right that's no <laughs> one says it right stuyvesant town is where we're sitting now i've never been here before and it's but so there beautiful are
1: so many new things big and small there are so many and yes yolo
0: yolo yolo um and this is just here in new york but i like already this is checking off all of my great all my boxes for a great day
1: um, <laughs> just saying
0: and then you know and after this I'll probably go to yoga and feel great but yeah so I'm like but and then what else do I want to do in a day um, yeah probably meet, um, hang out with a friend or a new new friend or old friend or connect with a person that you know it's like nourish new things and nourish old things and then um, eat delicious food probably those are like all that of the things I want in my life
1: sounds so perfect it sounds like you are really focusing on connecting with your mind, your body and your spirit every day. And I mm. think that that is a beautiful way to live authentically and experience and explore experience yourself and the world and around explore. you. There you go. Mind, body and spirit. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And And also just being like, that's, that is my ideal, day. like yeah. at this moment, that's my ideal day, and so like that's my and there's vision. So and different Instead ways
1: of, <gasps> to oh accomplish God, all of those things. So many the ways. The possibilities
0: are never ending. And the way that I've chosen to do it is by traveling for an indefinite amount of time, like around the world. Yes. And yes. And yeah. And like, but taking these fam- the the familiarity, you know, like I'm, I really want to have the experience of like feeling at home in myself and mm. feeling.
1: That's a hard thing. To, oh yeah, to reach. Yeah.
0: yeah, like I do value comfort so much, but I really value being uncomfortable as well. And like,
1: sure. But if we can always come back to ourselves and be like, "Well, I'm comfortable here, being in myself," then we have the opportunity to reach out beyond ours, beyond ourselves, mm. however far we want, and like put ourselves in a very uncomfortable and new situation because we always know that we have ourselves to come back to and so it makes it easier to explore and extend and oh that is so beautiful it's so true
0: (laughs) I just think that's how I feel about being in a relationship too I feel Mm. even more able to connect with other people even though I'm technically like There's a plug in the jug. I mean, like, not (laughs) really, (laughs) so to speak. But it's almost like being in a committed relationship actually makes me feel more open to connection experiences. Because there's such a clear boundary of, like, oh, I know that this is something, yeah, like, this part of me is already tethered to something. And so it's almost like, oh, yeah, I'm already tethered to myself or already tethered to this
1: jumping, mm. you know, where like, you mm. know that you're connected. And so you can, you can feel free, free to jump off this cliff <laughs> <laughs> because you know yes. that something is like keeping you safe.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so my question to you is what, and this doesn't have to, we don't have to like arrive at what your new life plan is, but I'm just no, curious no, about is, what is
1: your ideal day look this like? This is something that in my journey to, um, to bring myself back from feeling lost I think about this a lot I try to think about what are the things that bring me joy not the physical actions that bring me joy but what are the more nebulous um, emotions um, and feelings that bring me joy and what are some different actions that I can use during the day to obtain that feeling and then try and go down that path Mm -hmm. Um, but right now when I think about my ideal day, I think about creative collaboration and um, with other people and discussion and debate and really delving into the deeper. It's so many D's. Discussion, debate, and delving deeper. And dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Into um, different creative explorations of human expression
0: and, it, and it, it specifically involves being working with other people with other people yes.
1: because how can one person just with your own view of only the way that you've experienced life how can you have a clear picture of the possibilities mm. of life and the um, extremities of human experience the only way to do that is by being open to other people and opening yourself up to other people and exploring that in creative ways and through open discussion for me is the way that is most challenging and yet most familiar. Um, Mm. And so I would love to be involved in a creative project with People I know with new people because I think even with people I know there's always something new to discover about people. Mm -hmm. You never really fully truly know someone absolutely uh, because they are always changing and they are always learning about themselves and identity is a process. Um, And so I I made a step in that direction recently um, that is new for me that I'm don't really know if I'm going to enjoy but um, I signed up for to work at a co-working space for artists and writers, um, where I would like work there for one day a week Mm. and then have unlimited access to the facility and be able to meet new people and um, engage in discussion with them and artistic exploration. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, So that's something new for me because I thought you know, going back to the way that I sort of pulled myself out of depression by committing to mm-hmm. something outside of myself that would get me involved with other people. Um, and I think it will also help anchor me a little bit mm-hmm. um, after being lost at sea for a while. Um, and I'm just mm-hmm. trying to make commitments um, that will help me understand myself in a new way. Um, So, yeah.
0: It sounds like that's really in line with what you value.
1: Yeah. So it's not just making
0: an arbitrary commitment. It's a a commitment that's very much in line with your values. And then, you know, you won't know until you're actually doing it whether or not it, in practice, feels in line with your values.
1: Exactly. But, mm -hmm. But, um, so I'm trying to think about the things that my ideal day includes... And, um, you know, I want to do something that involves like using my body, which is why I'm really scared of having like a nine to five job in publishing because I don't like the idea of sitting down in front of a computer all day. Mm -hmm. Like I have a body and Mm -hmm. I want to use it. I have a body and I have like arms and elbows (laughs) and fingers and legs and knees and toes. And I want to experience life through all the different parts of my body. And, um, you know, I'd I'd love to maybe put together um, some kind of artistic piece that uses, um, like, everything that I have. Like, every part of me. My mind, my body, and my spirit. Um, A close second for what we should call this episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that vision. It's so...
1: Yeah. yeah, and that's, I, I think, that's always been my goal is creative collaboration with people. Um, and I've been exploring that in different ways through every part of my career, mm-hmm. um, this like weird winding career path that I'm on. And what's driven me through all of that is different ways of connecting with other people. hmm and like I love, in publishing, I love the editorial process because mm-hmm. I love helping someone tell their story in the most vibrant and strong way. Um, and going through that creative process with them. And I love rehearsing. Um, when I was in college, I did acapella. And I was musical directing an acapella group for a while. And I love rehearsal. I love rehearsing because it is creative collaboration with other people where everyone contributes and you build on everyone's contributions and all of a sudden you have something that never could have existed and will never exist outside of this group of people because it's everyone's personal contribution to the project and everyone is unique. And that's what I love about art.
0: Yes, and you know what's so great is that there's so... And we unfortunately have to wrap up on this, but, you know, there's it's there's so many facets to every aspect of art and creativity and, Mm -hmm. you know, these different things that you've been involved in. It, It makes and It's funny because. You know, like you said, your career path has been winding and weird, but really, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> and that's, I think, what your friend Katie, or other the <laughs> other Katie, I'm more, th- I am, I realize I am the other Katie because I came, la- I came second. You're all my
1: number ones. <laughs> oh, we don't believe you,
0: but <laughs> I think it's so interesting to look back. It's like we are all right. Our path is right, and it's right for us. Like it's not about an yeah. objective. It's it's kind of recentering what is right from this external marker to an internal marker. And it's like, mm. oh, this was right for me because I collaborated with someone. This job was right for me because I facilitated connection between this group of re- people rehearsing. You know, it was, those things were right for you for this actually the same reasons.
1: Yes, and I'm having like a vision right now um, that's going to like full circle this whole thing. The way that we were talking about meeting someone and like looking in their eyes and just knowing in an instant that at your core, you share these values. Looking back at your life, no matter which way it goes and how many different ways it changes and all the branches that extend, there's a core that goes through your life and that is your truth. And that is like what, all of these different activities and all of these different choices and all of these different paths kind of centers around and looking back at all of the choices that I've made and the paths that I've gone down it's all been circling around what is at the core of myself and I think life is maybe a journey to identify what that is um, and it always changes, but it's always about finding ourselves through all of that, all of that craziness. There's, there's always there's you a through at the line. Center. You yeah. are the through line. I off. Uh, yeah. It's and it's it's sometimes very very difficult to see that and acknowledge that and identify that, but I think that's the journey and do you
0: know what the beautiful thing is that it's much like bringing it back to food which i do no just i kidding. love food um and bodies yes i, I love, love food and i love bodies. bodies i love bodies Yes, um, i love
1: eating food off of bodies. off of body there's a lot
0: yes absolutely and i love eating bodies as food no no wait, no 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 we no. can't cannibal oh god we're cannibals okay um (laughs) we have to we have to yes and until we eat a person well okay so (laughs) i um oh god what was i gonna oh bringing it back okay so bringing it back to in the same way so with like uh like with i mean what i've learned from like in terms of, like, I used to really micromanage my body and be, like, very, like, rigid mm. about, like, counting calories and all this stuff and, like, yeah. whatever. And it's like, oh, wait, my body can just take care of it on its own. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> need to, you know, like, the thinking about it is not necessary and, in fact, is really harmful and is what produces anxiety. And it's the same mm. thing with thinking about what our path should be. It's like, you know when you look into the soul of the thing you should be doing <laughs> that it's your soulmate, you know, and you know the thing. And so, like, trusting the, those impulses has been oh. so instrumental in my life for across the board it's hard it's It's oh no it's so it's impossibly hard I can't I can only say it as like advice to you I can't take it myself you know what I mean like (laughs) I can only say that as like this is what you need to do and I'm like no Katie you need to do this trust your impulses Jesus oh my god this has been such a wonderful joy to talk with you and keep going we can keep going in real life but we have to say goodbye on to everyone else and I know that everyone everyone else else has enjoyed you as much as I have and if they haven't, well, you can you could have stopped listening. So jokes on <laughs>
1: you. For those of you who have made it to the end, thank you. Yes. Well, you're w- no, you're not. You. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, you're motherfucker. Welcome. <laughs> no, really. You're thank you for being welcome. here. Thank you for sharing this oh, with thank us. thank you so much for inviting me to do this. This I needed this, and it felt really good. And I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye.